The universe is always listening to everything we do. And the universe is a yes for what we're a yes for. So by following along and sticking around till the end, you've already begun the journey of saying yes to feeling new. That is the voice of number one bestselling author, Gabby Bernstein. And she'll be giving us amazing tips on how we can get unstuck on today's Super You podcast. So let's go, go, go. That's one small step for man. Lift off. We, have a lift we off. choose to go to the moon, not because they are easy, but because they I are hard. I have a dream. You can't handle the truth. Seven. Six. Five. Four. Three. Two. One. Super, 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 super. Super you. Thank you for joining us for today's Super You Podcast. I am your host, Eric Quammen, but most of you know me as Equal Man. I think it really relates with our guest today, even though she's become super famous, number one bestselling author of many, many books. But I think we can relate to her because she needed to get unstuck at some point in her career. And so in her early 20s, she went through a radical career transition. You know, she started as a wild New York City PR girl and transformed into a motivational speaker and a self-help author. So it may sound unlikely, but that's exactly what happened. Um, and of course, like anything, it took some time. And as many spirit, spirit junkies who are familiar with her story know, in this major career and life transition came with plenty of bumps. So I think we've all been there. We've taken the lumps, we've taken the bumps, uh, but there's a path for that success. Uh, so it took her two years to make the switch because for a while she felt like she needed to hold on tightly to her PR, PR job, right? You're, you're kind of afraid to take that risk. I know that I was before I started to do this full time, which is write books and become an entrepreneur and, and do the board games and, and have the websites and this podcast. You know, I held on. I was nervous. I had a family. I didn't know how to even healthcare. You're worried about how do I even get healthcare. Uh, so she did the same thing. So Gabby did the same thing. She held on to her PR job because she was afraid to let go of the financial security and she was afraid to step outside of her comfort zone. And so what we're going to uncover is exactly that in today's podcast. So I think it's going to be very helpful for all of us out there that you're probably stuck in something. You're stuck in the mud on something. Even if you're super successful, there's some part of your life to where you're stuck. So hopefully by listening to her tips and also, more importantly, probably her story, we can all get unstuck. We can all have that courage to be that superhero, to wear that cape. And so let's get into it with Gabby Bernstein. We all have triggers. What, what do we do when we get triggered? We all have these moments in time when we get super activated, but we don't know why often. And we get triggered and we notice, uh-oh, I'm freaking out. And we have a feeling and then we run from that feeling. And the ways that we run from those feelings is workaholism, or overeating or any form of addiction, rage, uh, negative self-talk. We do a lot of things over the trigger response, the feeling of the trigger. And that actually becomes the trigger response, how we react over that feeling. And in the beginning of this book, I just dive right in with noticing your triggers, noticing how they're affecting your life and giving yourself the opportunity to take an inventory of all of the patterns in your conscious or subconscious that are showing up over and over again. Because I always say, if you don't show up for what's up, it's going to keep showing up. 
And that's that's a huge message that's going to come through this instantly as you start this practice. So it's as simple as noticing what triggers you, noticing how it feels, and then noticing what you do in response to that feeling. You know, all of us are complex creatures. Everyone listen to the podcast. We have many parts of our lives. We have different worlds, so to speak. Uh, if you ever watched the Seinfeld episode where George Castagna is going nuts because the worlds are colliding, his business world's colliding with his personal life. Uh, walk us through some of the research you've done around this and, and the importance of it, or really the importance of understanding these complexities. I'm now trained in the practice of internal family systems therapy. And IFS is based on the premise that we are not one person. We have many different parts of who we are. And I write about this in depth in the book. And we have these impermissible child parts, trauma with a big T, trauma with a small T that we experienced as children. So it could be a big T trauma like mine where experiencing sexual abuse as a child, or it could be a big T trauma of living with an alcoholic parent or repeated neglect, or it's a small T trauma of being told you were stupid or that you're not good enough or being bullied. And whatever those traumas may be from our childhood, we push them down. We lock them up. And in IFS, that's known as exiled parts, like the inner children that we were just like, nope, not going there. And we build up all these other parts that you just referenced, these protection mechanisms, these, and they're known as protector parts. And so one that you and I share is just this like achieving mentality, which while it's been in the, uh, in, as a force for good in the world and it's, it's been excellent. For me, I can only speak for myself. I don't, I know you have more balance in some ways. Um, we're different, different in our ways that we show up as protectors. But in my protector part, I used that work for so many years to, as another form of anesthetizing that impermissible feeling of inadequacy from my childhood or fear from my childhood, terror from my childhood. And so it's the first step of that willingness is the willingness to witness these different protection protection mechanisms, aka protector parts, and to yeah. see ourselves not as just one person, but someone who has many different personalities, many different ways that we fight back and numb out so we don't have to feel. You know, a lot of times we think we have a, a physical ailment, but in fact, uh, a lot of sicknesses, quote, air quotes, you can't see me because we're on a podcast, but air quotes is it's really mental. If you solve the mental, it often solves the physical. How true is this? Yeah, and I think it's important to recognize the medical world in this conversation because it's not that you're not having these physical symptoms or diagnosed experiences. It's that you, and yes, at times you need medical intervention 100%. I mean, I just was very open about that in my own experience. Mm -hmm. But so this is all true, but the bigger message is that you can't just take the pill and not address the psychosomatic condition, not address mm -hmm. the the underlying root cause of that psychosomatic condition. So in my opinion, and, and I'm really speaking on behalf of the work of Dr. John Sarno and many other spiritual teachers and doctors that believe in the practice of really addressing the core wounds of rage and shame and impermissible feelings that we just push down as a way of addressing the body as well. But I do believe it's very valuable to use both, right? I've in my in my life I've I've had to rely on 
PPIs, but that, but the dieting and the medication was never going, it wasn't dieting, but like healthy diet and the medication was never going to be enough. I had to change my energy. I had to change the sense, I had to restore a sense of safety in my body. A lot of us has vision statements. Some don't, but I highly recommend them. They're super powerful. Some people put them on boards, vision boards. I think that most of us are visual learners. So that's a great approach. Walk us through how you change your mindset around vision and also the specificity of it to help you become clean, help you get sober. It's not about getting anything, being anywhere, looking a certain way. It's about how you want to feel. My vision statement years ago when I first got clean and sober was I want to wake up without anxiety every day. Mm. And that vision is my reality now. Wow. When, and, and so the, the vision statement process in the book is really about saying, you know, how do I want to feel in, the li- in my life? How do I want to be? Mm. Not who am I? What am I? You know, it's like, what is it that I want to have inside? And that relates to the, the parts because we, we, we never actually connect to the need. Like we never, have you ever asked yourself, like, what is my introverted part need right now? Mm-hmm. No, no one has that conversation. Yeah. And a very easy way to sort of guide yourself into this right here, right now is just notice a part of you that's really up right now. You know, maybe it's the controller, maybe it, not you, everybody listening, including you at, and notice just it's, there's a three-step process. Notice no need. Meditation. I'm trying to meditate more. It's really hard for me to keep my mind that still, but I know how beneficial it is. Walk us through uh, energy. So walk us through, and sometimes we get anxiety over that I'm not meditating. Uh, just walk us through. I know you've done, done a lot of research on that, but the, walk us through energy. We're always able to lean into two different energies, which is a topic we've spoken about often here on the show. But when people say, oh, I want to get myself into a, a, attracting power, I want to manifest more into my life, they often think that it's something that they need to do. Like I need to make a vision board or I need to talk about it a lot or I need to affirm how I want to feel or I need to do, do, do. I need to meditate more. I need to read that book. When really the simplicity is that it's not so much about what we do, but it's about how we feel. When we feel good, we attract more good into our life. That is a core through line of this show, Dear Gabby. It comes up over and over and over again. And this card, as it says, when I'm connected to my joyful presence, I attract support from the universe. For me, listen, I try to find even the most difficult circumstances as an opportunity to lean into something that's a better feeling vibration. So sometimes you may be thinking, well, how could I lean into joy when I'm dealing with a diagnosis or when I have just lost my job or when I am having struggles in my marriage or whatever the problem might be. This is when we really have to get to work. Those moments when things are difficult and there isn't joy in sight, that's when we have to do our best to lean into the next best feeling vibration. If you were to give one tool to our audience, what would that one tool or piece of advice be? There's a lot of beautiful books out in the world that talk about manifestation and talk about co-creating with the universe and bringing in all the stuff that we want. And a lot of the 
messaging around manifestation is about getting something and about bringing some some new way into our life. So maybe it's getting that car, getting that relationship, getting that job. And yes, uh, allowing beautiful miracles to come to us, allowing effects of our intentions to flow to us is part of the gig. But there is a greater purpose of learning to co-create and learning to practice the power of manifestation and use the law of attraction in our life. And the primary tool I'm going to give you today is just really starting to recognize a, a beautiful concept that my, my, my friend Wayne Dyer loves to talk about, which is that our intentions create our reality. So if your intention is to have lots of money so you can feel better about yourself, you very well may get lots of money, but you won't necessarily enjoy your life. You won't necessarily feel good about yourself because the money will not be the service that is going to bring you that happiness. So recognizing that we can be unapologetic about whatever it is that we want, but we need to really tune into what is the intention behind it. And if the intention is, is some kind of outside desire that's some belief system of form that this thing will make me happy, we are wound to wind up with that thing, but still unhappy. So what we need to start to check into is what is the intention behind the desire for that outcome? And the intention that's going to lead us to the greatest happiness is an intention of service and love. And so when I say service, a great example is I have a new book coming out in September. And rather than praying and manifesting and working towards holding visions and, and saying prayers and seeing visualization meditations about seeing myself on the New York Times bestseller list, I've shifted my manifestation and my process and my, and my co-creation to just seeing this book in the hands of those who need it. And so I'm holding the vision of millions of people holding this book in their hands and being extremely served and healed as a result of experiencing my work. I know for a fact that that desire and that intention is fueled with love and fueled with service. And as a result, many miracles will occur. This, this book is completely hooked up and I already know the outcome. The outcome is, is regardless of whether it's on the, the New York Times bestseller list or not, the book has already achieved its success, which is to serve. And so when I stay connected to that greater purpose and recognize that my intention is to be of service, not my intention is to get on the New York Times bestseller list, I can allow that to occur naturally. And more importantly, I can allow the service to come through. All of us are stuck somewhere with something. For me, I'm stuck right now deciding, do I want to write another book this year? And I know I need to, but then my pause is, which of the two books that I want to write am I going to write? So then I sit there and I'm stuck and I haven't put my first step forward, part of it's because I'm afraid, to be honest, of taking out another challenge of writing another book, but part of it's indecision. And so how do we get unstuck? The universe is always listening to everything we do. And the universe is a yes for what we're a yes for. So by following along and sticking around till the end, you've already begun the journey of saying yes to feeling new, opening up your conscious awareness to possibility. So there's a lot of other first steps, but the absolute first step is to really claim that you're a yes for change. And I don't think that it works without that desire and a vision for a new life. And in fact, early in the book, I have a whole chapter on how to create a vision for your new life. And one of those vision statements for me was, I want to wake up without anxiety every day. And so I would ask the listener now just to think about 
what is it that you want to feel? What is it? What does it feel like? What does it look like? What is it? What does it smell like? And and really let yourself go there. How do I want to feel? I want to feel free in relationships. I want to feel financially secure. I want to wake up without anxiety every day. I want to. I want to not be so reactive, right? But really claim how you want to feel and and hold that vision, because that is always going to be the guiding, the guiding light for the journey ahead. Because you have something to hold on to. Well, I hope that helps you get unstuck this year in all the years ahead. This is Eric Qualman. Most of you know me as Equal Man. Thank you for tuning in to the Super You Podcast, the podcast designed to help unleash and unlock the superpower that's within all of us. And one of the tips we have is that we are all superheroes. We just need that courage to wear the cape. And speaking of courage, Jake Brin, Maritza Gutierrez, and Kelsey Gomez have the courage to work with me to put this podcast together. So give them a big hats off or a big capes off, if you will. Um, but also capes off to you for tuning in each and every week. I hope this helps you get unstuck. I hope this helps you become that superhero that I know that you truly are. So until next time, this is Equal Man reminding all of us, it's not what we take from the world. It is what we leave behind. Seven. Six. Five. Four. Three. Two. One. Super, 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 super you. Super.